welcome to the Byte Rabbit podcast, where we talk about WebXR, that's VR and AR on the web. My name is Jonathan, one of the founders of Byte Rabbit. Hi, my name is Florian, I'm the other founder of Byte Rabbit and a WebXR game developer. And my name is Darius, intern and WebXR developer at Byte Rabbit. Hello and welcome to the White Rabbit podcast. This is part two of our conversation with Elijah, CEO and founder of Monoleap. Advertising is is just one avenue, um, and there it's there's so much more that can be done. Exactly, but you need to start somewhere, obviously. Exactly. And you did start with um, with advertisement. Exactly. Um, yeah. At the moment, this is two dimensional. Can you imagine this being like of different nature for web VR someday? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that I think that is the natural ex- next step of 2D ads, um, and that is the thing that is the concept that v- virtual reality brings that no other advertisement medium allows. Yeah. Um, aside from product placements in in movies and and TV shows and and and, what, and whatnot, um, product placements in VR is it just makes a lot of sense. Um, because they, they allow for. Uh, first of all, they're non-intrusive. You, know, you you see you see a cup or you see a um, any any product out in in virtual reality, and you're reminded. I think it's just. I think you, you become aware. I think the natural human psychology is like you you see something and there's it causes some triggers of of a certain brand or of, of a certain experience that you had with the brand or maybe you don't maybe you don't know about this brand at all and it causes you to desire something desire that product because you saw it in a virtual reality experience that you also happen to enjoy and so um one one of the things that i think needs to happen for product placements to become uh, a central part of the monetization mechanism for developers is just simply more experiences more 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 VR experiences uh, on the web that uh, provide more surface area for brands and advertisers to to place their products in and to place advertisements in. Yeah, that that's a that's a great point. Actually, seeing uh, I've never thought about product placement that way before, mm-hmm. but it makes complete sense to actually make an experience around the whole emotion that you want to convey. You want to uh, attach to your brand and place the product exactly in the location that you want it to be in the story to make it have the exact effect so you could be someone i don't know making an experience in the desert about not having water not having resources about being thirsty and then boom you have a can can of coke placed right in the spot where the character is like oh i just need that obviously you don't need need to make it a, a little uh, as obvious as I've said it, but mm-hmm. my point is being that uh, you could even get unknown brands, like you said, and uh, give them new new meanings through immersive content. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, it. I think with unknown brands, it, it's even more effective because uh, using your example uh, of of liquids and 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 water, and and it could be like a Gatorade, it could be a yeah. Coke, uh, but if if a new water company or like a water bottle company, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of plastic water bottles, but um, let's say just using that as an example, um, yeah. If a new water bottle company wanted to sort of break out and and be 
noticed, um, that is definitely a, a great way of doing it. I definitely like the idea of pl product placement in general because it's just like the poster in Barista Express, super unobtrusive. So um, I just uh, despise this idea in mobile apps. All of those apps just by now let you watch 30-second videos like basically every three minutes or so. It's horrible and it really gets in the way of the experience, but I like how product placement and ads, as long as it's, it's not a Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones, <laughs> can actually enhance the experience quite a bit. So that's yeah. definitely a great way looking forward. Yeah, and I guess to, to add to that, um, I think, okay, so v, okay, so VR is, is itself a medium that is already very immersive there it's very difficult to turn away from uh so if the ad completely captured your all 360 degrees of your of your experience uh, i mean if you did not enjoy the ad there is no way of getting out of it except <laughs> taking off your headset um with mobile you have you have the entire world around you too you could throw your phone out the window there's so many things you could do or like you could at least turn away from your phone and, and do something else while the ad is playing um so yeah, there are definitely a lot of considerations that we need to think about when um, when when thinking about like rewarded videos. Um, like, how would you want how would you want a rewarded video to play in in the VR experience? Do you um, uh, like do you play it off to the side, and is there an option to change the volume? You know, how do you, how do you change the volume in that sort of experience? But does by by turning away from the experience kind of mute it uh does it quiet it down does it stop playing and does it only play if you look at it you know there's so many uh ideas there that we can be exploring so something like that i always go from a gamification standpoint and what what obviously like those mobile games do a lot is give you resources in the, within the game for an option to view an ad right so th those things definitely will be uh, relevant to the gaming space. Because totally, yeah, totally. They do ha generate a lot of, uh, what do you call, interest from the customer to view those ads. So when they click on it, they are not less likely to look away than when you just give it to them every 30 seconds or whatnot. But like you said, it's also the right. issue with uh, how do you show it. But I think like if you force like a 360 ad on someone, someone would rather rage quit than someone opting into it. Mm -hmm. So that would be a possibility to allow certain forms of ads that are more obtrusive to be shown if the player allows it to be. Hmm. Assume like yeah. a, 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 what is it, a mixology express game, like you're in a bar and you're making drinks for people. And there's just like, like you have usually in bars, just like some television somewhere playing like, running some ads, that would be a cool way of like integrating video in a WebXR experience, definitely. I also think that these rewarded ads are kind of totally backwards. As an advertiser, I want, would want the ad itself to be the reward and not the um, basically getting a reward for viewing the ad, right? So I mean, if you have like a uh, some bottle of some soda, whatever, and you're able to open and drink it, and that's a cool interaction with the object, then that could be rewarding in and of itself without you needing to get like some credits for it or anything. And I think for advertisers, that would be a way better 
like image they would be showing. Um, and I think it has been shown that these, uh, maybe you know these playable ads that have been popping up on mobile recently, where you just are able to play like a small demo of the game. Yeah. Usually just 10 to 20 seconds, but yeah. uh, then you can continue to uh, download and install and continue playing that game. But uh, generally, those supposedly work way, way better than, um, than just a video ad. So maybe all of those directions could be very, very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, I, I definitely agree that ads should not be a punishment. Um, they should not be a short-term uh, uh, negative reinforcement uh, tool um, to get some sort of positive reward out of it. Um, why not package it all into a positive reward so that uh, they actually advance further along in the game because of the brand. Um, so like if the brand were not there, they might not have actually uh, been able to play for a, a bit longer or they might not be able to progress in their level uh, or something like that. Yeah. That's, those are all great ideas, yeah. Or like a multiplier for a reward. Yeah. Uh, resources that you give out, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's definitely huge, huge potential for advertisers to like enhance experiences there. Um, mm -hmm. We've seen Ada Support now being the first advertiser in uh, WebVR ever, uh, mm -hmm. then followed by some others. What kind of advertisers are you currently looking for or looking at, just in case someone is listening who might be interested in running an ad in virtual reality? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we were very fortunate enough to uh, onboard Ada back in October as the, you know, one of the first advertisers to advertise, you know, have job board ads um, in a VR experience. Mm -hmm. uh, in no in November, we were able to talk to a couple of e-commerce stores that were working on uh, that were selling VR accessories. Um, I mean, you have to you have to approach this from uh, an audience like who is the demographic who is the who are the people that would be looking at these ads from that point of view um, and so the VR accessories made a lot of sense um, obviously yeah it's gonna be only VR people uh, right looking looking at Barista Express for example so it makes sense to place VR people targeted ads there exactly for the yeah for, exactly so um, that made a lot of sense but one of the, I think one of the issues that we, one of the problems that we realized while we were uh, trying to help this VR accessory company sell more of their knuckle straps, they, 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 they made controller grips for the Oculus Quest controller. Okay, cool. And yep. uh, we realized that no one was buying these straps, even though they were clicking on the ad. Um, and, you know, maybe we, we, we had some, like, I think the most obvious reason why that was the case was because even if you click on the ad and you were taken to an Amazon site, uh, you you would not log in to your Amazon account um, or not, or even like enter your credit card information, mainly because the the input input is so difficult in in, in the Oculus or in any VR headset for the most part if you don't have a keyboard. Um, yeah, definitely, it's horrible. And especially. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, if you wanted to enter any sort of credit card information, most people don't memorize their credit cards. And so you would have to take off your headset, 
memorize like i don't know how many digits humans can remember like six to seven digits put your headset back on enter those six to seven digits and then repeat the process again for the for the remaining digits and like your you've got your security code and your expire date that you have to remember so yeah payments payments is a huge pain in the butt uh fortunately um the the Oculus browser um, provides integrations with the Oculus Payments account if you log in with your Facebook account in the Oculus browser. Yep. So and that's pretty easy to do, right? It's just like a button on the top right or like maybe hidden behind a tab or something, but it's just one click because you have to log in to set up the uh, Oculus Quest anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So you are logged in. You just need to click another button and then you're ready to go. Right. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, say what you say what you may about Facebook tracking, you know, all the websites you visit and, and you know, that sort of privacy stuff. But uh, what that what logging into Facebook through the Oculus browser provides is the ability to buy Oculus games, Oculus games for your Quest or, or Rift or whatever, whatever device you have uh, natively through the browser. Mm -hmm. And so you can just all you need to do is enter your pin that you have for your Oculus account and the purchase will be made. So the next group of advertisers and brands and companies that we've been talking to uh, recently is is VR game studios who are making content for the Oculus Quest uh, and and other and other devices like the Rift S and the and the Go. So so yeah, so we've had some success. We've we've talked to a couple of brands and they're very interested in um, they're very interested in what we're building because. There, there is no advertising platform out there. Uh, Facebook doesn't do this yet, or you know, nor does nor yeah. does Google. That provides specific targeting for people who have the Oculus Quest, yeah. who have uh, the hardware, and we're, we're we're able to do that. Though the audience size is, is small, but growing very quickly. Um, so that's been that's been our most recent focus. Okay, cool. So all developers that have an app or game on the Oculus Store, be it for Rift Gear VR or the Oculus Quest or even the Go, uh, can reach out to you and uh, discuss whether it would be possible to run an ad on any web VR experience that is currently uh, part of the network, right? That's right. Yeah. Very cool. How can they reach out to you? I'm on most social media accounts. Uh, they can reach out on on Twitter. They can reach out through through those mediums. But uh, I'll probably be the most responsive through my email, Elijah E L I J A H at wonderleap.co. They can they can send me a message and, and we'll be in touch very shortly. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Elijah. So far, we continue in part three tomorrow.